have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, Hello, welcome to the 60 Day Mind and Body podcast with me, Imogen Rose. You may know me from Instagram, my handle is Imogen Rose IG, or YouTube, or the 60 Day Mind and Body Challenge Facebook group, where we inspire, motivate, and empower each other to become fitter, healthier, stronger. And the challenge is still open. So if you are interested in any of those things, then the clickable link to the support group will be in the show notes. But today we've got a very exciting podcast. This is episode two of the podcast and we have a special guest with us today, Liam James Kay, who is a six-figure affiliate marketer, entrepreneur, YouTuber, and also my boyfriend. I wanted to bring you on today, Liam, because you've been a key part of my journey with becoming health conscious and giving up drinking but you've also got your own story, which we want to talk about today. Um, so welcome, Liam. Thanks for Hello. having me. It's good to be here. Thanks. Travel down from the kitchen to be here. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so you've got 150,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is massive. Yeah, it's pretty you, crazy. You've built up your business from scratch with no fin- financial help, which is massive. It's yeah. really impressive. Well, my business is massive. <laughs> The fact that I've done no, it. no, it's massive, isn't it? It's, <laughs> no, it's yeah, impressive. It's, yeah, it's so very smart. impressive. So, could you tell me a little bit about what you actually do online? Yeah, so mainly online, I do affiliate marketing, which is just promoting other people's products, mm-hmm. and then I promote them online and earn commissions. That's okay. how I make most of my money. But then I've also got a YouTube channel, which is kind of about entrepreneurship and making money online and affiliate marketing, where I show people kind of what I'm doing as well. Amazing. Um, okay, so we've been together for six years. Have we? <laughs> well, it's, it's actually over six years Is now. it? Yeah, I'm it is. Um, yeah, okay, so you've forgotten our anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so we've been together for six years. And from when I first met you, you have changed massively. When we first got together... We were, we partied all the time, we drank all the time, we just loved having fun. Yeah. We're in our early 20s and now we're in our late 20s. Now and we hate having fun. <laughs> <laughs> now we're boring. <laughs> now, now we don't drink as much. Sometimes we do these challenges of not mm-hmm. drinking. Um, my question, my first question is, when was the key point you noticed you needed to change your party lifestyle? Um, when was it? Well, probably about three years ago. Is it three years ago, do you reckon? Three years three ago. Three or four years ago. Uh, when I started, because it all kind of happened at the same time. So the business thing and giving up drinking was at a similar yeah. time, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think first of all, because we was really fat, wasn't we, when we was in London? <laughs> like we put on loads of weight. Yeah. We was just drinking every weekend, like living for the weekend. I don't think during my adult life, I'd never gone for a weekend and not had a drink. Like that's what the weekend was for. Yeah. Um, And we were just eating junk food. And then I think, first of all, the first thing that started off was I decided to give up sugar 
one day when we was in Harvester, having like a, a four, <laughs> five course meal or something, eating loads of food. I think some idea just came to my head like, do you think I can give up sugar for like 30 days? I think that's what it was. Do you remember? Right. Uh, I actually can't remember this anyway. conversation. And then I was like, I'm just going to do it. And then I think that's what happened. So I gave up sugar. And then at the same time as I did that, I saw someone else doing some challenge online. Lawrence, this guy, and he was doing like a 10 week turnaround challenge where he was right. giving up drinking giving up um, like sugar and stuff and getting fit. So I decided to do that as well. And I think that was when I first gave up drinking. Um, and I think we lasted yeah. like six weeks or something. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah. And I think, was that around the time we were, we went to Ibiza? Yeah, because that's back. why we stopped. No, because yeah. we was really, really fat. And then I did that 10 week challenge and then we decided to go Ibiza for halfway yeah. through that. I must have got confident and thought we were looking <laughs> Um, lost a bit away and then it was like let's go Ibiza so I ended, didn't finish the 10 week challenge but that was the longest that we hadn't drank for I think yeah drank alcohol yeah and we neither neither of us had ever given up alcohol like that no, had we no. really um, okay so do you think part of your success is down to that first um, no drinking challenge because obviously you've mentioned the six week six week no drinking but then we actually went on to do six months yeah i can't remember how long after that six week it I wasn't we, it was, was like probably about three or four months later yeah I think do you so. think yeah, yeah yeah um so do you think part of your success is down to the <clears throat> times in our life where we've given up drinking definitely without a doubt I I still I say this now that it's a pinnacle moment in my life was giving up drinking for that time mm. because it changed my relationship with alcohol. So I wasn't always waiting for the weekend to get wrecked and I realised that there was other things you can do instead. So while we gave up drinking, we started getting up earlier, yeah. doing other things and that kind of like stemmed that, which meant that I started working more online and on my business and reading self-help books so all of those things kind of like snowballed into one yeah which has kind of led to where I am now so do you think you would would be where you are today if you hadn't ever given up drinking it's difficult to say but I do think the fact that I did give up drinking and the fact that we do have these little periods where we, we give up drinking for a long period of time like a few months has a massive impact on my business and everything else. So I think giving up drinking has definitely helped me get where I am and it's definitely sped up the process. Because like I yeah. said, it led to me reading self-help books, which I never read a book before that after school. Like I'd never touched a book at all. So then the fact I gave up drinking and I was starting to look after myself, started reading books and self-help books, which has obviously helped me get where I am. So yeah, yeah it has, it's played a big part in it, yeah. Okay. Um... Do you want to go for a wine then? <laughs> so this podcast is based on the 60 day mind and body challenge, which is a 60 day challenge with a set of rules that you follow every single day to become happier, healthier, fitter, stronger. And with that said, can you tell me what the difference the difference that you notice in business when you're being more health conscious? Yeah, well, I think there's a massive um, connection between the two. So if you're healthier and you're getting up earlier and you're looking after yourself, that definitely shows in your business. Well, it definitely shows in my business anyway. 
just because I because I'm looking after myself, I seem to have more energy, which means that I can I can get more work done. Um, so it definitely makes me more productive. Yeah, for sure. And I I agree with that. I, to- I totally agree. Um, I feel like we work way more productively when we're actually in a routine of going to the gym and yeah and getting up early as well yeah get, like, yeah exactly before this he's like getting up later yeah. and later every day and then that then you wake up and you're feeling sluggish and then you can't really be bothered to do anything yeah and it's just yeah it has a massive and effect. there's been periods of time where we've gone out on the weekend and had a really heavy night and then it impacts our sleep so then the following week we wake up really late and you yeah. just eat it just has food. yeah mm. eat junk food just just not running at your optimal yeah definitely okay so going back to the non no no drinking thing you used to say <laughs> when i first met you we actually spoke about this the other day as well you used to say um that you don't trust people that who don't drink alcohol <laughs> so what would your response now 29 year old Liam what would your response be to your younger self with that very question what's the question so, it's not a question. so you're, so you're older Liam right and you're in a room with younger Liam yeah 22 23 year old Liam yeah proper yeah, lad, yeah and and he's, he's he's stood there with a beer and he's about to go out on a big heavy night out yeah. and he and he meets you I know yeah. this is impossible, but it's a hypothetical situation. Yeah. He says to you, oh, nah, nah, I I couldn't do that. Like, yeah. I don't trust you because you don't drink. I mean, what? me saying I don't trust people is a bit of a joke. Right? <laughs> don't drink, do you know what I mean? But what I would say to him, I mean, what I would, I've not got nothing against someone that's drinking yeah. now. So if, I would, if there's a 23-year-old saying he's going out mm. drinking, I wouldn't try and put him off that. Because I don't regret anything that I've done in my yeah. life. I don't regret the fact that I partied when I was younger. Mm. I just can appreciate not drinking now, not partying now. But um, I would just tell them to give it a go. Try it and you'll see the difference. Because I think I was stuck in so much of a routine when I was younger. I never knew what it was like not to drink. Because yeah. society says you drink, everyone says you drink. And then you think for some reason you're going to be boring or you're not going to have as much fun. It's going to be like crap. But when you try it, it is it's a whole new world. So I just I'd say try it, but I wouldn't force it down the neck. Yeah, yeah, and be a preacher. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. So obviously (laughs) you are a very successful businessman. So let's let's move on. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm a very successful <laughs> businessman. Okay, like, people it, that like own big right, companies yeah. with teams of people. Yeah, are very massive. Okay, massive, I'm, massive corporations. I'm a slightly successful lad. <laughs> yeah, well, that's you being very modest. But from <clears> my point of view, who is also trying to be a successful entrepreneur, in yeah. my point of view, you are a very successful entrepreneur. Thanks. So just like to say that um but we'll talk about some business related questions now i just want to touch upon because you have got a really really interesting <clears throat> history of trying businesses and obviously when when you come up with an idea you think that's the that's the idea and yeah. it's not going to fail mm. but you've actually had quite a few failed businesses yeah so let's talk about that um Obviously, I've I've known you for six years, so well, just over six years. Mm. So I've witnessed quite a few failed businesses, but there's been businesses before 
pre-Imogen. Yeah. So can we talk about those ones, please? Which one? There's, been, there's so many okay, of them. Okay, well, I've got one one of them in mind, the onesie company. Okay. What do you That's, want to know about? You, well, yeah, t- tell me the story. So uh, I think it's about 19 when I had it. It's probably about 19. And I was in between I jobs so. in TV, so I didn't have a job. And I thought, I'm going to start my own business. And basically, um, no, first of all, I started a company called Fresher Freds. Okay. Which was a clothing <laughs> company. And I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I didn't have any money for any websites or domains or literally nothing. Um, and I found that there was this this website online that were giving free domains to British businesses. So I thought, well, I'm going to create a British business. I'm going to get my own domain. I'm going to create a website. And then there wasn't Shopify wasn't around in them days. Mm. Um, it was some random app called EC with those. I can't remember what it's called, but it gave you a free account. And I was like, I'm signing up to a free account on that. I'm going to get my free domain from there. And then I'm going to start my own business. But I didn't really know what I was going to do. And then I basically came up with the idea of drop shipping before drop shipping was a thing. And if you don't, <laughs> if anyone's listening, they don't know what drop shipping is. It's just when you're selling products online, but you don't actually own the stock of those products. If someone buys it off your website, then you go and place the order on someone else's website and then send it to the customer. So I decided to do that myself. Um, but rather than using like suppliers in China, I just used other local like businesses online, other businesses <laughs> online and bought them from their website at retail price and sold them on my website for like £10 more or something like that. Yeah. So I was doing that with clothes at first, but like that didn't work at all. I was like, I had no money for adverts or anything. I was just doing it on Facebook to my own like friends. My Yeah. 80 friends or something that I probably had at Facebook at the time. That didn't work. And then I was like, I need to kind of like focus on a, a better product. So then I decided to focus on onesies because it was like, I think it was winter and that was the period of time when like onesies were pretty popular. Like they just right. come out, I think. Um, so I decided to set up a website called The Original Onesie Company. And then I basically got my stock from a famous retailer. Can I say who it is? <laughs> I, I yeah, mean, I yeah, say it. So then I got my stock from boohoo.com. They were selling onesies on their site, but they were like hidden on 12 pages down. So no one probably really knew that they sold onesies. And I basically created a shop just around onesies. So I focused on one product, which apparently that's what you're supposed to do to be successful Niche down. now. Yeah. So I mean, I was, I knew more about it before my time, but I did that. Um, and started selling these onesies and the sales started coming in, started working really well. And then for some reason, I did like a viral post and it went viral and it started going viral in Australia and I was getting orders from Australia and I was sending them out and it was all going well until um, I got a knock on the door. I was in my mum's council house in Moston and then this this woman knocked on the door in a suit and I thought it must be a bailiff (laughs) (laughs) coming to get some some debts or something. Um, And then I ignored the door. She posted through this thing and it basically was a solicitor on behalf of boohoo.com threatening to sue me for um, basically using their photographs on my website. And then I wow. basically phoned them up and was like, I'm yo- I'm only young, like, please don't go mad. Um, and then basically they just said, pay us pay us what, pay us what, your profit that you made, which didn't end up being that much in the end. Because right. I, I made a few mistakes with what I was ordering and stuff. Um, and then I paid them that and then they just said, take your website down. And then I walked no, away and yeah. I was shaking for a few years after that. Oh God. And And did anything come of that afterwards? Like, did you get contacted by them? 
after well, that yeah, or... well the CEO of boohoo.com asked me to come in for an in- he asked me to come and meet him <laughs> via this listener this listener messaged me and said the, the, I forgot his name like, that, that famous guy I know who you mean he was like he, wants to, he wants to meet you and I was like either he's going to go mad at me or he's going to give me a job in his marketing department <laughs> I want to sure so I just I didn't end up meeting him in the end. I'm pretty sure it would have been the second one. He probably would have wanted you on on their se- on their team. Maybe. Wow. Well. So that was okay. just one of many, but yeah. Yeah. So that's that is a really really interesting story about your previous one of your previous yeah. failed businesses. Um, I mean that was that would have been successful. If it won for them. So I know. Yeah. If it won was for them meddling kids. <laughs> Okay, moving on to the next question. A lot of people start businesses on a whim and don't really put the time and effort um, into the business Mm. and are surprised when the idea fails. What would you say to those people? What would you say, what would your advice be to those people who just think of a, a great idea that they think is great? Yeah. Go full force into it without kind of like, you know, planning, preparing. What, what would your advice be? Well, I mean, I've done that many times. I've always got <laughs> ideas and coming up with a lot. All of the businesses that failed, I obviously gave up at some point before it was successful. Mm. And I still stand by a lot of them ideas. They could have actually become successful. Um, so I think the key thing is if you've got an idea, then you need to just go for it. You, did you, yeah. Are you saying against going for it? No, I'm not. No, it's just a question. I'm saying go full force into <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Keep trying and keep trying because you will you will fail. Things will go wrong. But if you believe in that business idea, I think first of all, you need to find a product, find a business that you actually believe in. Mm. Because if you've got any doubt that that's going to become successful, then you're never gonna you're never gonna go go to the end of it. You're never gonna keep pushing through if something goes wrong. Yeah. So first of all, you want to make sure you, you, your idea is is what you want to do and you're passionate about it, and then you just need to go all in. And no matter what goes wrong, keep going. And talking about what you previous previously spoke about, about the onesie company, that was a niche. So I suppose you'd say figure out a niche as yeah, well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, focus on one. Yeah, because yeah. the, the, the first company I started, Fresher Freds, is a yeah. random clothing company selling random, like, some t-shirts here, some jumpers here, some hats. And that <laughs> had no niche and it had no, who was the target audience for yeah. that? But then it was, oh, I'm going to focus on onesies and I'm just going to focus on that, yeah. So definitely focus on a niche, yeah. Okay. Um, a lot of, uh, you've done a couple of videos, one or two videos about uh, like YouTube tips on how you how you can become a successful YouTuber. Mm. Um, a lot of people that follow you, a, a couple of people that follow me, um, are either doing YouTube or want to start YouTube. So what would you, what what kind of tips would you give to someone who wants to start a YouTube channel? Well, first of all, if, you've, if you're thinking about starting a YouTube channel, then make sure you definitely do it because the fact that I started a YouTube channel has helped my business explode and it's, it's, it's worked amazingly for me. So I would say definitely do it. And if you are thinking about it, then I think the key thing is, is to focus on one niche um, and try and make your your YouTube channel about one area, probably something that you're interested in and you're passionate about, because that's obviously going to make you want to create videos. But I think because there's so much competition on YouTube now, 
and random people are just trying to be vloggers mm-hmm. when they've got no one's got any reason to follow them and it's quite yeah. hard to break through i think you should definitely focus on one area whether it's fitness and health or whether it's business or whatever something that you're passionate about then you can help your videos rank about that certain subject and then in future if you want to start branching out into vlogs and stuff you can do yeah but i think um yeah, focusing on one area is best. I think I think you've given some good advice. Uh, what would you say to someone who hasn't, who doesn't own a camera, <clears> and <throat> they can't afford to get a camera? Would you still say go for it, start and start filming on your phone? What do you have any tips with lighting and you know cameras? Yeah, well, the best thing you can do is just start. I think when I I put off start, I want to start a YouTube channel. From probably being 16, was it even out when I was 16? Well, anyway, if I was young, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was, yeah. I always wanted to start a YouTube channel, and I always put it off and put it yeah. off, because I thought, I haven't got the equipment, I haven't got the lighting, I haven't got anything like that, but you've just got to start. Now, yeah. with the phones that are coming out now, most people have got a good enough phone with a good enough camera and an mm. okay mic to start a YouTube channel. Um, so just start it, get going, get putting content out there, get used to it. And then you can start upgrading as you go along. Because yeah. when I first started, I was recording videos. I was filming it on some of them on my laptop on the mm. webcam, and the the audio through the webcam, the the laptop yeah. mic. And loads of people used to say you need to get a better mic. But it's still that was part of the journey. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? And if I would have waited until I got a better mic, I might never have got one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, yeah, just start. Yeah. Okay. Talking. Um, there's just the last couple of questions now. I know you're getting a bit. Itchy, itchy feet. You're probably getting hungry. Um, So what three things have helped your business grow? What three things have helped my business grow? Well, I I could answer it for you. Um, (laughs) But it's not my interview. (laughs) The three things that have helped my business grow is... Well, there's, there's so many things that I, I can know, take all well, the yeah. That's a big part of my business growth. Electricity was a big part. Um, well, yeah. Well, we're talking about you personally. What 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 three things have helped your business grow? What, like... Right, okay. Well, I think definitely <clears throat> the key thing that's helped my business grow and allowed me to get where I am today is hard work and the fact that I've put in the hours grinding and grinding behind the scenes to make everything work and the amount of websites I've built and things that I've done that haven't really worked but I've still put the effort in um, has definitely allowed me to become successful so definitely the hard work and the hours you definitely Mm. need to put that in at the start whether it's starting a YouTube channel or starting a business there's so many things that you need to do and if you haven't got a team of people you've got to do it all yourself so you've got to be prepared to put the work in Mm -hmm. Um, other things that have helped it grow and I think um, the next thing is that perseverance. So the fact that keep pushing through even when things are going wrong because there's the amount of websites that I've tried that I've failed or the other day I was recording a video and then I decided to scrap it all together and just pushing through and just not giving up. I think that is a key point yeah. that's helped me grow. And I think the other thing is just um, having the balls to take risks and try new things. Because starting the YouTube channel at the start, which has been a big part in my business and what I'm doing at the minute, I almost didn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Because I was scared of what people would think. Mm. And I didn't want to tell my family. I didn't even tell my family about it or my friends or anyone about the the channel before I started it and even after I started it. Um, But I still had the balls to do it and get in front of the camera. And I think that is, is another thing that's helped it grow, yeah. Okay, 
Amazing. On on the podcast, we end the show. I know we're only on episode two, but this is the thing to end the show on an inspirational quote. So can you give me one of your favourite quotes? Favourite quotes? If you um, want to get your Google out, I don't mind. No, let me try and think <laughs> of one. Favourite quotes? Um, I think, what did I say one today? What was that? You regret the Something to do with do. regrets. No regrets. <laughs> you regret the things you don't. You, you never. You never regret the things you do. I mean, you sometimes do. <laughs> 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 you, do. You, you never regret the things you don't do. What is the quote? <laughs> no, you only regret the things that you don't do. But that's not necessarily true, is it? Actually, because if I shot you, I'd probably regret it. Well, yeah, but that's obviously not a rational thing to do. No, but that your quote's got to be logical. Come on. Right, let me think of a better one. I don't know who I don't know who this belongs to though. Okay. But you you miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. I think that's what it is. Okay. So basically, good one. Yeah, and that ties into what you what you've spoken about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how I live my life. Yeah, by that quote. <laughs> okay. Um, I feel like that was a good podcast. Well, I feel like I could a- ask more questions but it's already been nearly 30 minutes so Mm. um i will let you go i just want to mention um liam's instagram handle is at liam james k and he you can also find him on youtube but you might already follow him on youtube um my handle is imogen rose ig on instagram and if you want to join the 60 day mind and body challenge you can do there's a facebook support group and I will leave it in the show notes so you can go and find a direct clickable link in there. And thank you for joining me, Liam. Thanks for having me. It was great. Thank you. Okay, bye. 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 bye.